Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with December 11th, 1918, Part 1, pages 152 through 154. December 11th, 1918, Part 1. The consecration took place December 1st. It was performed by the Bishop of Kaunas, Karavichius, with Monsignor Baiko and Monsignor Dabrila of Ilkaviskis assisting. The bishops of Sinai and Minsk, as well as His Excellency Bishop O'Rourke, designated Bishop of Riga, were unable to come. After the consecration, I was congratulated by various Lithuanian delegations and by a representative of one of the Polish girls' organizations. I listened to the various greetings and acknowledged them in Lithuanian. In my remarks, I kept strictly to Christ's ideals and to pastoral topics so as to not offend anyone. Later on, I also spoke in Polish. After everyone else, two representatives arrived from Lithuania Minor, Prussia. They were soldiers who extended their congratulations and also presented a petition expressing a desire to be reunited with Lithuania proper. At about six o'clock in the evening, there was a dinner at the Kaunas Seminary. Again, there were various speeches in Lithuanian and in Polish. I replied to each, in turn, keeping to pastoral topics and reminding everyone that we must all remain faithful to the ideals of Jesus Christ. Of all the speeches, the one given by Father Tumas impressed me the most. He said, we have priests who are politicians, nationalists, social activists, and the like. But what we do not have is one who is both father and pastor. Whenever one of us needs to go to confession or make a retreat, there is no one to turn to and nowhere to go. He expressed the hope that I would be the one to restore the ideals of the church and to revive the spirit of Christ. The next day, together with Monsignor Baiko and Canon Lubianitz, Kretovich was also there at first, we went over the arrangements for the installation once again. I said that I thought the papal bull ought to be read in Polish, Lithuanian, and Belarusian, but that I would speak first of all in Polish and later in Lithuanian. Both the Lithuanian Council and the Belarusians, the latter in writing, had urgently requested that there be something for the Belarusians. Since I do not know Belarusian and would not dare to speak in it, I would at least like to have the bull read in Belarusian. Canon Lubianiec protested vehemently that there was no Belarusians, only a handful of people who had been assembled and bribed by the Germans to make trouble for the Polish, Polish population. Such a gesture on my part would not be well received by the Poles and I would ruin my Episcopal installation. Once more I reminded him that even the Polish daily, Jenik Wilenski, concedes that the Belarusians make up 17% of the population, and thus it would only be fair to have the bull read in Belarusian. I asked the chapter to reconsider this matter carefully, since I did not want to offend any part of my flock, 
nor turn them against me or against the church. I want to serve and to be pastor to all without exception. I felt very sorry for this despised nation, and I wanted them to be aware that their bishop does not look down on them or on their language. On the other hand, I did not want any rioting or scandals in church, and so I again firmly expressed my opinion that the bull should be read in Belarusian and that the chapter should reconsider the matter thoroughly. To the chapter, I delegated the responsibility of determining the order of the greetings given by the different delegations, since it was the host and I, for my part, requested only that it tried to make peace among the various national groups so that there would be no unpleasantness. In the beginning of this entry, Blessed George writes of his Episcopal consecration, which took place in Kaunas on December 1st. The bishop of Kaunas, who performed the consecration, was the only bishop there. Blessed George writes that at the reception afterwards, he spoke only of Christ's ideals and topics related to the church and its ministry. He wanted to avoid politics, to not take sides or to offend anyone. A priest commented that the priests there were becoming too involved in politics and neglected their call to be shepherds. He hoped that Blessed George would be the one to call all back to their vocation as priests and shepherds of the flock. In making arrangements for his upcoming installation in Vilnius, Blessed George had to deal with some of the members of the Vilnius Cathedral Chapter. This was a group that had been formed in 1387, at the time of the founding of the cathedral. Normally there would be 12 members, six monsignors and six canons. They are clergy who serve in a cathedral and assist in its functioning. During Blessed George's time as bishop, there were nine members of the cathedral chapter. There were great debates on which language should be spoken and when during the ceremony. Blessed George wanted only to shepherd his flock, while the members of the chapter were bent on political posturing. Blessed George wanted every group to feel included at the ceremony. People took these matters so seriously, there was a chance of rioting or scandals if some groups were displeased. Blessed George sought peace and a tranquil ceremony. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.